Yeah, okay, here we are. Day before Thanksgiving. It is Wednesday, November, whatever, 23rd. Losers. And yeah, your loser friends who are with you notice <laughs> notice me and and Den are twinsies tonight. Twinsies. You know. Twinsies. Twinsies. Monique, is, this, is this the first Wednesday before Thanksgiving you didn't have fantastical plans? I have no plans. <laughs> yeah, it, it, there's oh no bigger God. loser scenario than not having plans in the night before. And you know this what? Is the biggest drinking night you? of the year. I love it. That's I love not having anything that I have to commit to, that I have to plan to, other than my mother. I have absolutely nothing that must be done. And so I love that. And, um, you know, I have a very love-hate relationship with, with being in Florida. So um, I'm loving it because it's about 17 degrees up north right now where my house is. So I'm, I'm more than happy to be here. And I'm more than happy to uh, just do this thing with my boys. So happy snowboarding the night before Thanksgiving, <laughs> midlife crisis. Exactly, and you know what? Somebody's gonna give me shit about that on the comments on YouTube tonight because I always do. I literally passed up going out tonight to do this. Oh, wow. see. But you know what? You know what? It's good. It's. Oh, I it's, went out last. We night. didn't have to do shows this week, right? So it was. Yeah. It's just kind of like a a little bonus episode to just kind of go into the holiday weekend with a little something, something from your gunkers. So joining me tonight. Yeah. 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 It's like going into your parole hearing and getting an extra year. Ooh, another, <laughs> year. So Thanks, there's guys. Dennis, Dennis looking resplendent in his <laughs> Casey Armstrong, Beth uh, jacket. Oh, wow. And right. Almost, but not quite matching radio gunk t-shirt. Um, and then of course we have John who just continues to keep his Halloween picture from when he was six. Yeah, I can't part with that. I don't know what it is. I As metaphor, which I adore. It. And then of course you have Phineas J. Whiskers, no one hey, has guys. Xavier. Yeah. Um, yes, 25% of Mo really hates the cold. That's exactly right. Three, three sheets in the wind. So, so I am not three states <laughs> to the wind because, as nah, you all know, I've stopped drinking as a general rule. Although I did find Loser. a wine. Quitter. Um, I, I know. I, I know. God hates quitters. Loser. I found a wine that was like ten percent alcohol, but with eighty-five percent less sugar and um, like only eighty-five calories per glass. Mm. So yeah, a bottle later, it it was um it was as yeah, that's the big, best way to cut calories drink the entire that, bottle. That's exactly fucking right. The that's bud's selective it. wine. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm so the wine being I'm off of, as you know, I'm very into my tequila with fresca, so that's kind of my drink right now, and I'm just kind of running with that. So just in case you're just joining <laughs> us for the first time in a long time, <laughs> let's see Dennis's leg not quite nice. Um. <laughs> Dennis shaves his legs. You know, like Dennis almost looks perverted on. when he puts his leg up, and yet exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so um, carpet matching drapes, Dennis. We're so, <laughs> so we're supposed to have absolutely great a surprise guest call in tonight, which is why we decided to start the show just a snurch early because 
phone call is supposed to be coming in at nine. So if it doesn't, <laughs> we'll just continue with our show. And then if it happens to happen, it happens. And if it doesn't, such is life. So Mo should zoom in the camera because it looks like she's playing with her crotch. So if I move, if I move, if I move my isn't. arms and you can't really see what I'm doing, does it actually look like I'm playing with my crotch, even though I'm just holding a pen mm. in my hand? Right? Like, you little weirdos. Mm. Yeah, Dennis, save you likes for gunk in the night. Says <laughs> okay, so, um, so what we want to talk about tonight, of course, is um, Howard's fantastical interview on Morning Joe this morning, and. <sighs> So there's shootings all over the place. There's <laughs> yeah. just detrimental shit happening in the world. There's Russia and Ukraine and and bombings and all sorts of stuff. Yet Morning Joe takes 65 minutes of prime time. Uninterrupted. Uninterrupted. No commercial. HBO is paying a hefty price to get this on there. Holy mother of God. But what is that? So I need to know what the incestuous relationship is with these people. And by the way, if we happen to get a phone call in, all bets are off, and we'll see what this surprise is. Absolutely. Okay, so we'll just kind of wait on that. All right. Okay. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Den, go. Den, go. Okay. So it's very odd because John Malone, who is the head of Liberty Media, who is the fully owning uh, company of Sirius XM, uh, sits on the board of Warner uh, Discovery. Uh, he owns a ton of shares, so he is a very big deal over there. And he went and did an interview. This is for uh, Liberty Media's quarterly call. And during their quarterly call, people were asking him questions about HBO losing $3 billion last year. So the B. The billion. Um, which is a lot of money. Um, and he was basically talking about, well, um, you know, they, they, they have a new head. See, they have a new head of uh, programming over there. And, uh, He's going to be slicing up the fat, so he's going to be cutting costs. And they can't be sold. They can't split up the company, Warner Brothers Dis uh, Discovery, for two years. So he's already angling at Liberty Media buying something, probably buying HBO, because he was talking about HBO can be a streamer. And that's the one thing Liberty Media really doesn't have their fingers in at this point. Is a streaming service. Liberty, or Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. I hate that commercial. Well, I was yeah, telling you yeah. last night, there's some weird parent, Warner Brothers slash yeah. Discovery. Right. So when I was watching TNT, I went and looked it up because I saw they fucking Kevin Harlan did a TNT commercial during right. the Suns Laker game while they're going. It was the weirdest. They crowbarred mm -hmm. it in. So I looked it up and they own TNT and TBS now. So yes. Robin, yeah, uh, that, that was all part of. When uh, Ted Turner started selling stuff off, it all got kind of caught into Warner Warner Communications because that's what AT and T had bought. They had brought everything together, but let's, it's very let's, interesting. Uh, let's, let's play that real quickly, just sure. so that we can see that uh, Johnny actually recorded okay. this. Okay, yeah. So here we go. This is Kevin Harlan last night during the Suns Laker game. Uh, uh, seven minutes, seven minute and five second back into the second quarter. Here's one unforgettable conversation. Don't miss the Howard Stern interview. 
Bruce Springsteen coming to HBO and HBO Max November 27th at 10 p.m. I thank Chris Paul for joining us. Wow. So, all right. Well, no, well, this all goes back, well, this all goes back to what Monique was talking about when Howard was going on and on about the interview about the Emmy because he oh. you know, obviously obviously whining and HBO was having a full court press. Good, see, good analogy nice, there yes, nice, to nice. try to to try to get him this Emmy. I mean, this is this, and, and Malone is truly behind this. I 100 percent. But why did he care to do this for him? All right. Howard right now is their highest paid person at a company that they fully own. Howard probably was whining and bitching and complaining through Buckwall to the management there. And it filtered up to Malone and Malone has pull at HBO. Boom. It's on. Plus he probably you, wants to buy you, HBO. Okay. Another question. Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, go, ahead. Talk. go ahead. Oh, okay. So let's, let's start at the beginning. Since everybody remembers Howard, everybody remembers him usually around, everybody came in around the channel nine show. So mm -hmm. back then you had, Radio show, mm -hmm. a TV show for whatever. Correct. Was. Then you had a rock show, and you had the E show, mm -hmm. pl plus the CBS show for a second. Then he had uh, Howard TV, the radio show, the, the serious show. Then he had um, that and AGT. So as far as we listen to Howard. He's always had two sources of income, minimum. Correct. So currently he has one, and from all the rumors, um, he's getting paid less for mm -hmm. this go-around in this contract. We don't know that for a fact. We all speculate. It seems to add up because of the, the number of shows. He's getting... So in, in walks um, Buckwall, and you let's take HBO for a second. HBO famously spent $100 million season on game of thrones they spend a ton of money on content and as dennis has pointed out they have they're hemorrhaging money mm -hmm. someone is offering hbo a show that's already been pre-produced the only money that's going to come produced right it's going to cut is the, his salary essentially i mean right what else does hbo have they have they have okay. um, bill maher they have john mm -hmm. oliver so to have a third show thrones. that's essentially that's a pittance yeah. to produce Regardless of the content, if it just even it, all Howard it's has to do free, is literally free content, do a blip, a blip they don't on need the to do anything to That's right. HBO wins. So, yeah. this is not yeah. this is not a lose lose for, um, by any means, stretch of imagination right. for Howard or for or for HBO. HBO. It's as lame as it is, it's it's a, it's a show that it's going to be 0.1 percent of what they normally spend on these. It's Crazy. like someone taking our show. show and putting it on HBO tomorrow right. night. It's already yeah. done. It's already, it's already packaged. It's already been edited. And, already been... and so, it doesn't hurt. And it doesn't hurt that the guy that really pulls the strings of Sirius XM owns a lot of shares of Warner Brothers. No, uh, no absolutely. I'm, well, I'm sure yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's the like, synergy is right there. Exactly. I'm curious, though, guys. I'm curious, though, what the impetus to this was like Howard doesn't he, think of the ship by himself, right? No, Honestly. he's got to be. It's like I said. There's I no, feel like there had easier... to be someone who did this prior. Like there had to be some show that was uh, serious adjacent that HBO did, where Howard was alerted to it and said, 
why the fuck aren't I doing that? Why isn't this something that I am on? Sure, I'm sure he knows all their executives. Remember he was friends with Brad Gray, who was a big executive yeah. at HBO? Real, He's got all these real. ties. About so probably Gray, the yeah. ne- whoever he passed the baton to. Yeah, Maury Boy goes back. The, and the basketball audience, there's there's so no crossover to Howard in that basketball no. audience. Not not in 2022. Zero crossover. No. But but it makes you wonder because so so we're so <laughs> hyper aware of this right now, right? So we're hyper aware of the things mm-hmm. that like NBA is promoting or that MSNBC is promoting or or that you know when he had his book out that CBS yeah. did something with him because it was Simon and Schuster and that's part of the pairing company for CBS. So it's just all this incestuous relationship yep. that's, that that's all the these shows have. Yeah. I mean, think about it. When when he came to CBS about competing with SNL, Snicker, um, mm-hmm. on on the face of it, it seemed like a colossal doom to fail. On the other end of it, your CBS, you're not paying for anything. No, you're not paying for studio time. You're not paying for literally. It's he, literally a show that you just sticking your little player so, and hit play. But he so sold it as he was doing unique original content. Like he yeah, he but, had like every bait which he does. All, listen, the only told, thing lazier than this is the CBS told, show. John, let's be real. He told us he's gonna have original. He didn't tell them, Dick. No, of you course know? not. No, no, no. no. Like, they knew exactly. It's, what it's always about you know put, doing the the bait and switch with this this guy. And this Springsteen interview, we've everybody's already heard it. That wants to hear it. There is no fucking person in this world that's going to that's going to at HBO Go or HBO Max right. moving it's forward. Free this and, and conveniently, they're doing this during the free weekend. Free. So. so so Xavier, I have a question for you. So yes, if they sir. paid them a million dollars for this, that would yeah. be bar- a bargain for them, right? Absolutely. Absolute bargain. Dude, yeah. It's yeah. It, and I don't think they I don't think they're even paying him I don't think they're paying them jack shit. So, no, I don't think so either. I, I think, think for the Emmy. he ain't doing told. anything for free. If he ain't he doing it. If I know but anything I about that guy, he ain't doing it. It's worth it for him. Yeah. It's worth it. Ballpark, now, what do you think listen, he got paid, Monique? I, I, I don't really think. I don't ego, really think it was about the pay for him for this. I think it's about the notoriety. I, I think it's about being on HBO. I think it's about HBO being somewhere where they could, in this, fact, you, nominate him for you, an Emmy. You, you know, you know who Howard is right now. Howard is Consuela at fucking Costco with the three samples of the Impossible Burger, and he's giving away little sample here, little sample there. A little taste. And, a little and hopefully, Thank you, someone goes, hey, I like this. Buy a case. So that's, that's all this is. This is literally him being the, the old lady at Costco giving a sample away. And so the thing is, though, would do it when it wasn't free. We but have we played go. enough clips last week <laughs> and the week before about how they're all on board about the this could be your seminal moment this could be the but, thing that puts you on the pedestal of exactly. the rock and roll hall of fame the yeah. emmy the grammy the Dude, fucking oscar so and you, they they think that it's so you would think that Bruce Springsteen has been in a coma for the last 30 fucking years and Howard was the first person to interview him in the last 30 years. And as Xavier pointed out to me several days ago, he literally was on Jimmy Fallon the whole week. So I'm once a week. Yes. The week's yeah. guest. How many, how many interviews did Springsteen do in the month More of November? More than one. Oh my God, a shit ton. 
like 15? I mean, he's, he's the, the only, he's the only one that's he's getting two hours everybody. with him, Dennis. He's the only one getting two hours. So, so? You're, you're comparing someone who gets two hours with a guy who gets seven minutes. Of course he's going to get more shit out of him. You know what really? I mean? Like, there's not that. That's why you can revere this because he gets two hours with him. He's, of course, and, he's going to excavate something else. And I dare say, because now that I actually started to study the video of him talking to Bruce, you obviously, and we're going to play a little bit Studying of it. The um, video. I took these 65 motherfucking minutes that without commercial that Whoa. Joe and Willie did with him. I cut it down to about 20 minutes. I wasn't even paying attention to what he was saying. All is there any notion it was pre-taped, guys? You think no, no, any... no, definitely not pre-taped. Yeah, okay, no, I'm going no, live too. Yeah, um, uh, Chaka Khan, thank you so much. There is this no any category for this. If Howard had regular interview series, this so no, I think it's like a special. Like they have a special. Yeah, they do that, that special. There's definitely Chaka. You know that there's definitely like a special thing that they do. Davi yes. says also the audience cares more about the interview subject, not the interviewer. This will backfire in Howard for this reason. You know what? He doesn't care. He wants it no. to be something there is, that's known. Almost yeah. no downside for Howard to do this. No downside, of course Zero. not. There never is. But, but here's the thing. This house was, money. Yes, as I was exactly. watching the interview. Um, and remember the sound was kind of shitty for Howard. It wasn't like his normal kind of compression that he loves to do. It was a little mm -hmm. muffled and it was a little foggy almost. Yeah. And, and that's because they actually recorded it in the recording studio of their oh. uh, place. They didn't record it where Howard was at his desk. No, they put different. a desk into the space where Bruce was. Which then makes me also believe that this was the plan all along. All along, it was going to be a two-hour, 25-minute special that all they had to do is take that little piece of paper and crumple it up and say, here, here's the package. Here's what we have for you. Put it out to HBO. Put it out to Netflix. Put it out to whoever will pay attention. But you have a fucking in at HBO. So that's where this needs to be and promote it as such. And so the fact that Howard came on air for an hour, not on his own show, one would think he would have simulcast it, to be honest with you. Right, why so, not? To put it on... But you have to work. Not his show, but he's still there, right? So how do you not put it on for an hour on your own show and simulcast Lazy. it with Morning Joe just to have that extra bit of audience who doesn't right. watch fucking so back, for free back the yeah, back to arms back to whole arms whole argument that there's always less you know it, there's never remember he lied to us about oh we have mics on so we can come on at any yeah. time and we'll do show. shows on the spur in a moment and here he goes on morning joe for an hour and does not have a show on Sirius. Oh, and for the love of God, let's talk about what he looked like on that show. You so... This? <laughs> I saw yeah. a scar, Monique, on the right <laughs> side of his forehead. Like, it, where the hairline's completely abnormal. It doesn't, it goes way back. And then the, there's a scar on the right side, uh, his, his well, side. That's his good that side. Right this second, because I tried to... Um, I played a little bit with my iMovie today. And again, um, all of you who are here and heard me promote it, if in fact Jesus. we get a phone call, which hold on, let me just see if I have any text. I don't hear it. any. I don't hear the T-Mobile thing. No, there's no, there's no. God, these are two people. I have no idea who the hell they are. And I'm no, happy to know that. 
There's no ding-a-ling. Monique gets a, a kickback from T-Mobile, Dennis. I don't yes, know if you knew that. Oh, I didn't realize that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hang on. Hey, uh, the chat, come on. Leave the politics out of it, please. Yes, uh, everybody leave politics out of our uh, Everybody sick of that shit already? Please. Yeah. Nobody's paying attention to it. Love. So Howard Dice. I love this one, Thank Sammy you. V. Howard Thank Dice you. Clay. Okay, yeah. so let's play a little bit of this and let's see how far we get with it. Um, I don't know. Let me, uh, I'll probably have to adjust the sound on it just a snurch, but let's play a little bit and see what we got. Um, I've been a fan of rock and roll my entire life. How's the sound? Okay. Decades pouring over interviews of that music there? legends. People really shaped my life. Our next guest's By the way, he has the biggest head known to me. I think fans with like OJ size head. Seventy interview with Jan Winner. Look at this. Schlitten Look at what it stands with. This uh, is most amazing uh, fucking. With, with Paul McCartney. The he should sublet his hairline. Look at, look, look, at, look at him. <laughs> I've got chills, Howard. Uh, the host of the Howard Stern Show uh, on Series XM joins us now. The Bruce Springsteen interview originally. Just so you know, I blew this up just so that you could all see this. Ah, that's a good idea. What the hell is <laughs> going on there? It's a scar. Yeah, I see. So, yeah, go ahead. Look what's There's going on here. Yeah, right there. Hairline's going backwards. Yeah. It doesn't. Can you Every see follicle is manufactured yeah, and clumps. calculated. It's what the hell is going on there? Jesus. It looks like he just woke up with that wig. It this is what you like... call the calculated bedhead, Dennis. Remember, he claims he doesn't shower. But why, for God's sake? Before. Why? Yeah. Why do this? Like, why look like this? Money. At the end of the day, he's hoping to. You know this... what? I th I think what he's trying to do is not so much as a regular talk show. He wants to do like the Barbara Walters thing. You yeah, know, for sure. Come... She, it was and like that you know, wig is couple, part of it. Four shows a year or something like that. <laughs> this looks so like a man who hasn't been out of his house in three fucking years. Seriously, he looks insane. Ooh, I mean, li yeah. literally, he looks like somebody that talks to himself on the street. I, I know. It wouldn't be so bad if he wasn't so fucking vain. Yes. And, and you know he's so fucking vain, and he looks like fucking like shit. Like he looks shit. At seven a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sirius <laughs> Channel, Howard. 100. I actually went on the Sirius XM app, Howard. Look at that chin. Jesus Christ. Look what's going on here. It's a shovel. I should, I should say for the record, just an aside, MSNBC is simulcast on Sirius. Yes, yes Let's it not is. forget that. It's actually, it did I air on Sirius. And honestly, on. if it wasn't for all those goddamn Cars for Kids commercials, I would fucking <laughs> <laughs> attempt to to it. You don't like the little kid in the wheelchair? K-A-R-S, oh. Cars for Kids. Uh, and you can't tell me for a second that that man. Hold on, I'm gonna pull up a picture. Just give me yeah, David, picture. good catch, right? The the comes again book is in the background. That's yeah, that's that's a coincidence. By the way, no, that, uh, that's a total green screen, man. Okay, we're gonna talk about that. Just hang on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who doesn't look like Madam? Like seriously? Oh, oh totally. God, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Madam. It's Madam. It's kind of kind of a put down to Madam, honestly. <laughs> insulting Madam. Kind of. <laughs> work you always want to look like a puppet. Christ, that is that's that's. He does a puppet show, so that's him. Yes. <laughs> wow. Okay, let's continue a little bit. Listen to, uh, to the Springsteen interview, but I want to start by saying what you Monday. gave away in the trailer. What I love is huh? you aren't trying to be cool. There, there, yes, there wasn't an ounce of critic in you. You were a fan. And you you're not a fan though. See, Joe, you don't listen to the show, you stupid yeah. fuck. He's not a fan. 
He just became a fan. Nobody listened to this. You know how many hours he's mocked Gary for his Springsteen fandom? Oh my god! It's it's and but Willie Willie claims to be a super fan, and he can't see through this. He's the uh, he's the the biggest poser. He knows nothing about Springsteen. Willie knows better. Willie knows better. Yeah, he's got that wry look. His wife was an intern for Howard during private parts. I'm going to dig that segment up, Monique. They claim it was on the E channel. Oh, okay. I'd be interested in seeing that. Here we go. Here we go. You were in awe for over two hours. You were like a 14 year old kid, like a DJ. It it was beautiful, wasn't it? Yeah, that's how. uh, And by the way, that's how I uh, feel. Look at this hair. I uh, watch look at that hair. So I'm, I'm like a 14. Now look at the way you can see the blue YouTube, through his uh, hair. The green screen brought the flyways. I tell you. Okay, so yeah, so what? Uh, yeah, okay, so do you see the way you see the neon oh. coming through his head? He moves with... He's in Florida. No, look this is well. We don't know because if this is green screen, that could be a picture of the fucking bowling alley. He could be in Florida oh. with green screen. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. All green screen then. We don't know. You never I mean, know. It, it, it makes know, no sense for them to do a green screen, but it doesn't, especially the, with the that shitty green. hair and the anomalies. It's a hundred percent green screen. A chroma key. Well, for sure, the neon sign behind him—it's it, like it's a puzzle wig. Yeah, essentially. it's a puzzle <laughs> wig. <laughs> and happy hours. Thanksgiving and all of that. And and uh, thanks for having me on because uh, listening so to Willie read the news, it doesn't get more depressed. Okay, so look at this space. There you Ooh. go. That's so uh, where it comes together. Observation. So that's where the the hair system meets what's left on right. the side. It would never go far right. that far back on the right never. side. So that's unless that's where the two if he pulled meet. this hair back, this would be completely empty right here. That's what we saw in Letterman that time. Yeah. That, that picture that's going around, right? Yes. It's all empty yes. on top. There's yes. a little bit around no. his ears. Um, no. uh, but uh... by the way, there's absolutely nothing of any interest in terms of the vocals that we'll be hearing on this because. We are only here to just brutalize what Howard oh. looks like tonight. Ryan Beauregard over here. Crazy. And speaking about Bruce, though, which was a highlight of my career, I didn't know what to expect. And I just wanted Bruce to have a good time. Oh, Jesus Christ. That was what I really wanted out of this. Good work, Monique. You see? The worst fucking chroma key ever. Yeah, chat, chat. This isn't Monique doing this. This is how it aired on MSNBC. No, 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 no. I did this. <laughs> you know yeah, what? Because you I was zoomed in. No, we're talking about, the, you're talking about the hair, not the zoom in. I, you I zoomed in, but you can see like his hair disappears from the in the green screen. Like yeah. it's really. Yeah. It just what, 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 what I'm the guessing is going on. If, when you light when you light um, a chroma key background, you have to make sure that the key light. Um, fucking uh, d- illuminates your subject, and then the side you illuminate you illuminate the background with two side lights typically, mm-hmm. and and the the goal is to make it so where the 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 green screen light doesn't reflect back onto the subject, and because when <laughs> it does, then it makes okay. little fucking anomalies on on whatever it bounces on. You know, it's like if you're wearing a green a green suit, you know, you would disappear. So that what's going on is the the fill lights. Are bouncing off the green screen and they're they're associating that it's the the back of his head. Essentially, if if you would t- take the background off, you would see green in his hair from the light. It's reflecting <laughs> that content. That's what's going on. Let's see if so Tony saying, can work that like, in next. Oh my time. god, this guy. So you see the, the like, darker up here. 
See the way his, his head, shitty, shitty job lighting that shit. His head is almost fading into the blue. I was just fascinated by this while I was watching. He's it also today. probably too close to the background. You're yes. supposed to be oh in a, a nice space, God. so you don't have that bounce back. Is so a I mean, fucking YouTube video could have fucking. You see the way it looks. Look at that. Look. Yeah. Look at the way it's just. Oh, there it is. There's there. There it is. There's that. There's the empty spot where the wig. The wig comes would never together. Never do that. Holy shit. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this triangle of love right here. You know what it looks what like? What is going on there? It looks like it looks like some some dude finished on his hair and then he woke up in the morning and forgot to finish. <laughs> like something about Mary. It's yeah, just like it totally does. Hair. It's like jizz that, hair. That, that this is just, actually looks... a good picture of this. This is like. Uh, oh my god! This screen is grab. Greatest, screen grab. Everybody, great. screen grab. Screen grab. Don't forget to do your screen grab. Yeah, let me do it right this fucking moment. Hold on. David goes, wow. he has a gargoyle rising from his wig. Hooper goes, it looks like a Rankin Bass puppet. How do you know that production company? <laughs> oh, I love oh Rankin Bass. God, okay. God, I can't no, believe it. Rankin that. Bass. Come I, on. Assume, I don't know. I, I'm a credit nerd too, but that's what There's we no I think they, they did Thundercats. For the holidays. Okay, we all know Rankin Bass. Yo, HK Finn 83. That is his good side. Yeah, it is his good side. But look at the head. He really did. He just kind of was loose as a goose. What is going on? It's crazy. It's crazy. He looks it's like appearing. it looks like you know, like when in Star Trek when they beam him out, like that fraction of a second before they're, they're still there, but they're not there. And you thought his hair was real, Monique. We first started doing this show. Jordy pounding, energized. Jumping. It's just. It's this. I'm telling you, this is the old man who yells at clouds this who has is... not been out of his fucking house. Right. Look this... here. Look here. Look here. Look here. What's going on? What's going on? Yeah, I don't know what's going Be on. Beaver has and goes. He has glued merkins all over his head. Glued <laughs> merkins. Classic Beaver has. That's amazing. <laughs> Chaka Khan goes, Rachel Maddow looked better when she had COVID. Jerry, Jerry Ruddy. <laughs> Jerry Rudy says, Mo, the science guy exposed. Mo, do you know what? The, this is a product of being surrounded by yes men. You're the best painter. You're the best drawer. You're the best poet. You're the best chess yeah, guy. Real. You're the best fucking guitar player. You're the best camera person. You're the best. So this is what the, the end result. This is like when Lucas did the uh, Attack of the Clowns and all green chroma uh, key. It's like it has aged horribly. This is Horrible. a dude who is so full of shit. He is constantly told he can do everything and doesn't need anybody. This is like literally fucking. If this if someone, if you know, if I taught a class to third graders about real production and show me that, I would punch the kid in the face. <laughs> Like, what is wrong with you? This is literally five minutes on YouTube will show you how chroma key. Five uh, fucking Kilo, minutes. And this Kilo guy, Ciro, I know how Ciro. to do it, Robin. Okay, Kilo yeah. Sierra Alpha, his wig netting has not been spread out. It's clearly clumping together. Yeah. Wiggy doesn't have Tony around to fix it anymore. Yeah, you know, somebody was talking about that today, that he yep. fired Tony. Is this the yes, case? Yes, he did. So why don't or she, I she quietly this? retire or go to like a show or something? Is she working she's, on something like a show? Fired. Oh, she, she isn't she? We've seen her in other credits before. Where is she working? I feel like we saw what? something with her in the credits. I can't remember what it was. Okay, if you can find out, that'd be awesome because I feel like Grillo works on the show that he works. That that's, she works that's on. funny. Hmm. All right, let's continue. And I was a fan sitting there. <laughs> and we had so much fun. It's just appearing. 
Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, I have nothing to say. I just the entertainment value. It's like the audio has nothing to do with the entertainment value. Nothing. I don't care about it. This is total visual. Look was it was was it was it was it Kate Tate in the chat that was comparing is, um, Marcy and Gary and everybody to Elvis's manager that told him he was great in his last days just so he would continue to tour? I, I, <laughs> That's true. And he would go this on is, doing this. This is literally the production value of like one of those '80s shows, like Quantum Leap. This is literally the same production value, like, like Grace American Hero. It's Holly Will and, and John going down and looking um on the uh boat to meet the dinosaurs. This is literally oh, that bad. Marshall Will and Holly. Marshall Will and Holly. Who <laughs> my William Cat over here? Of the last, 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 last. Let's here we go. Fun that uh, although the, the interview aired on Sirius XM, I went to the higher ups in my organization and I said, I want the rest of uh, the people who have Sirius XM really to see is. this interview. I think somebody put this up before and it just killed me and, and that's why I have it up. So, that's all hair system. Uh, great. That's all that hair I, I, I would just love to show it in a <laughs> format and they put together this deal with HBO so that people could see it. And it, and it was very revealing. Yeah, yeah he's really worried and about you mind, seeing it. It's like, you know, if you had the opportunity to sit down with Mozart, Mozart. and find out his process, what <laughs> led up to this career? You know, you, you see guys in rock and roll on one or two hits, and you go, well, okay, that's pretty amazing stuff. But this guy's catalog, Bruce Springsteen's catalog, is so enormous, and every song's so good. What, baby? You want me to pause? That, yes, uh, please pause. Mind is All right. The fucking audacity of this moron to compare Bruce Springsteen, who hasn't had a hit in over 20 years, to Mozart, who has been dead for, what, 300 years now? 300 years. And we're still talking about him. Are you fucking serious? A prodigy of 12, by the way. 90% of the people in America couldn't tell you one Mozart song. Music. I like Smudgy goes, even his hair is anorexic. <laughs> so you have this yeah. chance we're alive at the same time as this guy what makes him tick? what made him write these songs what is his process how does he come up with these songs is it the lyrics first the, the music? i had a million questions and bruce was gracious he gave me two and a half hours he answered everything gracious. and sat there with a guitar i can't this might be a better right. stumble than the fucking uh the pelican brief this, this, yeah, is this is pretty bad. Nothing's better than the Brief. Nothing is, is ever better than this. Is structure visualized? Structure. Structure. All right. To address why he's wearing the sunglasses, because he has darting eyes. That's yeah, why yeah, that's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. That's right. So his eyes dart around these glasses, and it's just so bizarre to me. You know, if I have sunglasses on and I walk into a place, I can't fucking see anymore. Like I have right. to lift them off my head because well, you just it's kind of. You know what? I think what it is. <laughs> Uh, Roy Orbison famously oh, wow. wore dark glasses only because he couldn't find his regular glasses one day. And then he's like, the look. Roy Orbison, God bless him, probably the best voice in the history of fucking rock and roll. But he looked like a dork. <laughs> so, you know, he always wore those glasses. I think, I think in many ways, fucking Wiggy has the same mindset. Like, he's got, he's got the face to stop a fucking tidal wave. So he thinks, I'll just wear some sunglasses. Lori <laughs> Boy goes like, cool. Colonel Marcy yeah. Parker. Right? That's That was Elvis's so manager, Colonel Miss, Parker. Miss, Miss yes. Beaver Housen. 
Howard yes. looks like Leo Olsen. Get the Olsen. Background. <laughs> I'm, gonna make, I'm gonna make my friend do a much better Beaver Housen this week so that we have yeah, a good one for, the, for the next week. And a piano like he was in his playroom. Yeah. And he just started <laughs> to perform and have fun. And I felt this interview was so special that uh you know I said to Bruce, would it be okay if I if so I put this on HBO? Way. He goes, Go ahead, man. I loved it. Like he doesn't have any people he answers to. He just like, yeah, go ahead and do it. You know, <laughs> yeah. me, I always call my agent. I'm like, do you think I should do this? He, he doesn't care. He just said, go ahead and do it and gave me his blessing. And uh, it was just a highlight of my career. And I've had many highlights, lowlights and everything in between. But uh, this was pretty great. Miss Mika. She's, she's with the cat. She's with your cat right now. So Mika adopted one of Beth's cats. Beth was on a couple of years ago. Mika is his wife, who used to be just his co-star, and then they so wound up fucking each other, and they both <laughs> divorced their significant others and wound up together. And Beth was on doing her kitten bowl thing one time, and she had a bunch of cats with her. Mika fell in love with one of them and wound up adopting it. Um, she's, by she's the a way, huge block. Xavier. Yeah, the Morning Joe has never had Howard on before, just so you know. So no. they wow. are totally fanboying with him. I I skipped over a lot of that because if you will. the ass cun, the cunnilingus for Howard on this was just off, off the charts. charts, off the off charts. charts. With meatball. Um, so um, we'll get back to Mika in a little bit. Uh, well, it. what I learned, Joe, was that and taking up on that theme. Bruce, I said to him, you've written some of the best love songs ever. How do you know how to love? Really? You know, yeah, love, you know how to love. love your wife. And I, he said, how to love. I had to learn in the same way I had to learn guitar. Uh, this is why I, I agree with you. This this is such a real human being. And we're not used That's to that. From other other moron. Said, I had to spend shit. thousands of hours so, learning guitar, learning piano. I'd go over to my aunt's house and practice the piano. By that head. And, and, and he said, in order to learn to love, when you come from a family where you didn't get that love from your father, his father was an alcoholic. Uh, his father uh, would, uh, would uh, uh, you know, and I learned so much about this from him. And he didn't really yeah. see a normal view of love. So what he did is he put his butt into therapy and he worked really hard and he uh, learned some lessons and he learned that uh, you, you have children <laughs> you nice job, all the time and you have to give your children space <laughs> to be the stars oh, in the Jesus. family he learned how to love his wife in a way that would be long lasting <laughs> marriage i mean he you know even talking about his own mental health talking about as he got older he needed hearing aids I mean, all of these things were very revealing. Um, no one cares. Yeah, none of it's really that revealing, actually. It's no, just really not. I do want you to take note, and there's a couple of spots where you're going care. to see that, you know, Howard is Howard has made notes for himself throughout this interview. Wow, so I, um, I think I have a space Jane coming. on high notes? Yeah. Jane Hine. yeah. No, I think I, these are his stupid notes. These are structure I, notes. They're structure. I no, they're structure. They're structure <laughs> notes. I don't know. HK Finn, HK Finn 83. Mozart, Mozart learned how to write music from his therapist. Little known fact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and exactly. asked about being loved. 
All right. So hang on. We're going to go to that. Just, just uh, let me see where I don't it know is. for you, sure because you, you heard the, the interview. But for me, you, you mentioned goosebumps. There were many goosebump moments. Goosebump when he was moments. talking about okay. Clarence Clements. And Clarence oh Clements is longtime. Yeah. His longtime saxophone player. And uh, he's on his deathbed in the hospice. And Bruce went to visit him. And he said, I felt Clarence was still with us because I could hold his hand and feel him squeeze back. And Bruce said, I took out my guitar and I played a song. And I said, what song did you play? And rather than talk about it, Bruce grabs his guitar and starts playing that song. So, and uh, here's where he's uh, reading. So I just want you to take note yep. that he has no idea what the fucking song is. And Bruce is. went to visit him. So hang on. And he said, I felt Clarence was still with us because I could hold his hand and feel him squeeze back. And Bruce said, I took out my guitar and I played a song. And I said, what song did you play? And rather than talk about it, Bruce grabs his guitar and starts playing that song. And uh, that song was uh, Land of Hope and Dream. Yeah. He's going over to the piano yeah, and he's explaining it. everything and, and playing. And oh, it was just amazing. How about he's sitting there with me and he's talking about. From See, Bruce Springsteen, stuck, and he's, he's grabbing just, his guitar, and he's going over the piano, notes. and he's explaining everything. And, oh, you can see him in his glasses. It was right there. amazing. How yeah. about he's sitting there with me, and he's talking about right. how he got Good his catch. record deal. Second, but there's one thing that See, you brought then up. Then he went into a whole thing about the record deal. A couple of the most moving quotes came, the, the final minutes of the interview. One from Bruce and one from you. And Bruce said, I don't have the exact quote here, but he said, you know, I'm actually a fraud. I'm not a blue collar guy. I never, I never, never worked blue collar job. But you know what? I was my dad's agent. I was my dad's representative here on earth. I wanted to keep him Jesus alive. Christ. About the jobs that he did. I wanted to wear the clothes that he wore. I took on his persona and it was so moving. And then also your parallels with Bruce and 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 your your relationship you know, the with your father dad. thing. Um, father hunger. That that my dad was you said he was both my biggest hero. Uh, and uh, something along the Here's lines the, of watch, watch again. Uh, my biggest curse. You could, you, you could never watch again. get that acceptance, and Bruce could never get that acceptance. And for both of you, it's what drove you, right? Yeah, I mean, it is a terrible trauma when Reading. your biggest hero is also your biggest critic. And that was something um, I relate a lot to Bruce's. Mm, see. <laughs> He so, just had like, this brilliant thought at like three o'clock in the morning. It's so, yeah, yeah, of course. When your so biggest the, hero the, is also the Ben Stern boy. posthumous smear campaign continues <laughs> and continues. So, the guy was a phenomenal father, and he has these two fucking uh, nudniks believing he's a shitty dad. I can't stand that he he, he desecrated his dad like this when, the whole time. When the they're talking time. about uh, Clarence Clemens, you know, Howard should have chimed up and said, yeah, I did the same thing with my dad. Oh, wait, no, you weren't there. Oh, wait, no. No, yeah. I didn't do anything. Oh, you, you weren't were... there. No, 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 no. Don't you remember when Ben was dying, some stupid fucking guy was playing like some Jewish instrument in the room, and he's like, the fuck are you doing in here? My father would hate this. Or something like that. He's like, it was you know, a violin. I think it was a violin. Violin or something yeah. like that. And he's like, you know, I'm, I'm sure my father hated that. 
And yeah. it's like, you're such a douche. You know, you have no, you're right, Chaka Khan. Howard is like an alien studying human mm -hmm. emotions. Yeah, he's, Except he's actually a 70-year-old. He's not no, really we, human. He, he doesn't called, really it, was, it was Edward Scissorhands in the castle getting taught how to be a person by Vincent Price. That's kind of an impression of a human being. Yes. Yes. He has to be programmed. I that think, I think he got a, I think he got a vintage John Hine SAT prep Fine course with yeah. Ross Zapin and Gary uh, giving him Springsteen tidbits before the Springsteen interview. I think that he well, knows no, nothing. We all recap. know he knows Now nothing. it's a recap. So no, now no, he's going to... I'm saying going into Bruce, he knew nothing. Oh, 1,000%. Right. But now he's got like the talking points of things he needs to get across that were germane to the um, interview. Okay, right? Yeah, now, right. So now that's where we're at right now. He's posturing like an That's extra. why it was so interesting to me. I think I could have spoken with him for 17 hours just about Jesus Christ. the psychological implications of stardom. Human. Oh, why is that? Why are you talking on me? I have one gigabyte up and down, and you're fucking pausing on me? You cocksucking video? To Bruce's story, and that's why it was it's so bored. Even the video got bored. I think I could have spoken with him my for mega 17 NZ hours is bored. just about the, RAM got bored. the psychological implications. <laughs> my my RAM is bored. And, and <laughs> 32 gigabytes of RAM are bored. And this relationship between Bruce and his Thanks, father was such a dynamic and such a trauma, in my opinion. And wow. and and Bruce goes into it. And when I when I called Bruce actually called me when we decided we were gonna do this interview and he I said thought you called Bruce. anything special you, you want who? to talk about. I said, I'm really fascinated by psychotherapy and um, yes, your you relationship are. with your father. And he goes, Let's go there. Let's talk about it. Come on, man. Wow. And I was like, Great, like because that meant he was ready to sort of open up about this wow, was his wow, father's wow, life, wow, career wow, on the wow. radio. I was this is doing the whole thing right. of my father. Hmm. The way my father oh, listen to his to like my justification father. I didn't have a relationship about, like, where I could talk to my father. I can't stand it. We didn't have deep conversations. My father seemed to be angry with me all the time. Oh, please. My entire career on the radio, I was doing an impression of my father. Hmm. What? The way my father would yell and scream, and my father was super opinion. <gasps> he never wavered in his opinion. He always was direct. And I love that about him. So I was an observer of my father and actually carried on a lot of his tradition, even though I didn't really get to know my father all that well. Really? So, you know, That's it's crazy. Uh, it's complicated. But Isn't it a crazy justification for being such a fucking sea monkey to your father all these years? This Seriously. Is, this is you know, grounds for going to hell. Like this desecration of his own dad, who is the opposite. So, there is no guess he will not compare Ben to now. The, the Springsteen's dad couldn't have been the opposite of Ben Stern in every way, shape. Absolutely. There's no so, guess yeah. he won't compare Ben to. Oh, we have you, know who, you know who can truly say they don't really know their father? His three daughters. <laughs> so, I mean, there, there you go. I mean, and they do not honest. come up during this. That would that would have been great. Not, up by, by Scarborough, by Dennis. If Scarborough had pushed back, Absolutely. he would have brought up Howard's daughters. How did Absolutely. you correct your relationship with your daughters compared to you? If your dad's so bad, if he's such a villain, he's such, such a an ogre, do you how did know you correct what, uh, it with your his kids? Daughters, his daughters know the three numbers on the back of his credit card. That's all that Bruce matters. goes into his story in this interview, <laughs> and he explains the complexities of it. And, man, it is just oh, a dynamic conversation. I was so happy after I did this interview, not for myself, but the fact that Bruce fans, people who are musicians – when they watch this, they will 
understand Bruce Springsteen and his process. And uh, I am just uh, thrilled to present. What? Personal level. Well, it was, it, 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 it was kind of crazy. Of because I started not, not, out as a music DJ. That's how yeah. many. Uh, oh, come on. So wait, wait. So Springsteen fans, you know, he's 74 fucking years old. So they, they don't know anything about him. You know, he's only been around since like, late 70s. Springsteen fans know nothing about him. No, not at yeah. all. No, they learned just from you. They, Jesus Christ! H hanker for a hunk of cheese too. This is this is a new audience. This, he's a his dad shitting on him on a national platform. This is a new this. These are people right that that he's desecrating his dad to a new audience here. It's even worse. That's Jesus exactly right. Christ. You're right. Howard's dad paid for music lessons. I doubt Bruce's dad. Did. Not even close. Nope. Did not even close. Oh my Actually, God. I remember okay. years ago that. There was an interview. Oh, like, well, it was it, in the it, early '90s. It was kind of that, crazy because I yeah. Go ahead. I'm just trying to get this to start again. Oh. Many go ahead, then. That Bruce's dad used to always complain about that goddamn guitar. That was. I mean, this is like 20 something years ago. I heard that friggin'. Oh, Dennis, come on, Asbury Park, Rockville Center, same thing. Yeah, it's so all the same. It's <laughs> oh, identical. Howard never wanted for anything. If Howard no. said, Dad, I want to learn how to play a piano, they bought a piano. If yep. he said, Howard, uh, Dad, I want to learn how to play a guitar, he bought a guitar. What? He bought a violin. He built him He, he built him a puppet stage. Right. A ha full puppet stage. Howdy doody and set puppets. in the basement. With one eye. Yes. <laughs> yes, with a glass eye. Let's not Crazy forget eyes that. and glass yeah. eye. Come on, you know the way the, word, the world works. You don't do that. You don't build your own puppet fucking <laughs> yes. thing. You get somebody One paid for it. One-eyed <laughs> Willie. You don't do that. Go <laughs> in and play whatever records you wanted. And I remember sitting there playing Candy's Room, Bruce Springsteen. The more Candy's No, you didn't. Uh, sure. No, you didn't. You sure never even heard that song. Fuck. Thanks, I, Ross Zapin, for I, the I'll give him that reference. information, boss. <laughs> the more obscure the cut, the cooler you were on the radio. <laughs> you never played obscure cuts. You played like bread and the yeah. animal. Yeah. You did not play obscure you know, music. We should we find WNBC tapes because that's what Howard, what he played on his show is what he liked. And it what was nothing hard-hitting. Nothing hard-hitting. Howard was... did want to learn the guitar and his dad bought him yep. a brand new Telecaster. Yep. Howard complained that it wasn't a Strat. Okay. <laughs> there's, nothing, there's nothing funnier if you can oh, find them of listening to Howard on WNBC and he does a talk out and all he hears, it's gonna be a cool night. Just let me <laughs> yes, hold exactly. you by the light. <laughs> <laughs> if it don't feel right, we can go. So Benjamin, perfect point. I bet I bet Bruce's father never bought him a great garlic. <laughs> Christopher Cross was huge. That it, it was yacht rock before mom music. Yacht rock. And that's the kind of music Howard likes. The fact that he even would say a song like Sally's Whatever, which I never even freaking Is heard of. He? No. Absolutely shellback. So pathetic. He that's exactly right. Hum that's a few reason. bars, Howard. Oh my Hum God, a few Katie bars. Katie listen to Paul Davis' Cool Night. <laughs> Oh, it was all about finding the obscure Bruce Springsteen so cut. Yeah. No, he didn't. Yeah, no, he I wasn't. 100% he wasn't. Being such a long song, not only was a great song, but it, it allowed you time to go gather the news from the AP wire and go to the bathroom and right. come back and still have a few minutes to pick right. your next. You read that story Bullshit. someplace. 
Yeah, okay. Sorry. No, what they used to do. It's a great song. You can talk about this one. I'm trying to run it. They would play Stairway to Heaven and then like Sweet Home Alabama back to back because then they would do and then party up and then come back on the air 20 minutes later. Yes. Air supply coming up. Air supply and these later. Oh, he played air supply. Absolutely, he did. Absolutely. This is remember that. Uh, Jerry Rudy says, if this turns into Netflix Letterman six episodes, who else on the list for HBO Howard next year? You Jerry, know, we, we called that when we did that Letterman show absolutely. on Netflix that he was going for this. Absolutely. And and they talk about it in this as well. Hang on. How I began my career. And of course, um, you know, I really started to appreciate Bruce Springsteen when he no, would didn't. play these songs acoustically when he started to do albums like Nebraska and things where it was just him. No, he doesn't know and any he of this. He said something very revealing in the interview. He said, you know, if a song is good, I should be able to play it here for you and I should be able to do it on my own and it should still hold up. Mm. And boy, those songs really do hold up. But it was really a, a great moment. You know, these are guys. Oh, sorry, sorry, yes. guys. Right. It's That's fine. right, slow. That you hit the right the F word, filibuster Here's the whole you. time because they have sixty-five minutes. And sixty-five he knows minutes, no, you guys. No commercial break. Ugh. He knows he has to filibuster. <sighs> Here, but look at that wig. I'm sure. still getting. I'm still kind of fascinated about how it's disappearing. It's and just, just diving a in that floating magical green wig green. that he has on today. It's just it fascinated me through the whole thing. I was like, can't, that can't. is really disturbing. I mean, that really is well, disturbing. First of all, it's disturbing that he used this viewpoint as his, That's his know, good side, as you side. said in the thread, Mona. I you get know? that it's his good side, but most of the time, you know, they have like two cameras, one that's like more frontal and one that's on the side. Yeah. And so, you know, he did this himself. He was like, fuck it. I'm just. Yeah, he's not going to let anybody in there to fuck so, with the camera. You know, but let's also really talk about the fact that, you know, he's zooming in. It's the end of 2022, and this fucker is zooming in to do an interview. It's I mean, <laughs> nobody does this bullshit anymore. Nobody is. Nobody. There nobody were does. Four this people in the room with Joe before he started this thing. I think it was Jesus like, Christ. what's the guy's name? I, I, oh, no, I remember I, I tweeted Sharpton this morning, Monique, at like three in the morning, and he had Sharpton on. I, I, I was just taking a guess, and Sharpton was on the panel before this. I get the black Jesus I put Christ. Reverend Sharpton Al in my tweet. Like the Wednesday spot. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I should be able to do it on my own, and it should still hold up. Hmm. And boy, those songs really do hold up. But it was really a, a great yeah, yeah. moment. You know, these are guys. That head is really distracting. As Joe yeah, mentioned, John him, Lennon. I wish I could have interviewed John Lennon. Of John Lennon was just ridiculously talented. He would have hated he probably you. Probably more important than any religious figure that I ever learned about or any philosopher. So if I could have an, a chance to interview John Lennon, Bruce Springsteen, Paul McCartney, you know, Mick Jagger, these are the guys you really want to talk so Paul McCartney, you've had on several times. You never got anything out of him that was worthy of even being in the Daily Mail. Mick no. Jagger gave you a half hour and was like, are we fucking done yet? And then just blew right the hell out of there. John Lennon, I can almost guarantee you, would not have come in and done it. No, he wouldn't him. talk to the wig. You were Absolutely the antithesis not. of what he believes in and what he appreciated in, right. in life. Yeah. And the right amount you right fucking made fun of his wife, exactly. no yep. way. Yep. Mocking, mocking uh, uh, Yoko Ono for not years. Not too different than Stealth and Springsteen, Monique. Not Yoko. too Worst. different, but yep. Yoko, he had Worst. more 
to play with because yes. Yoko does basically suck at like yes. seeing and, and doing anything that she puts her mind to. Um, they have played Patty Scalfia um, uh, <laughs> segmented vocals on air yes, where she just sounds like isolated dog shit. Isolated. Thank you. So yeah, he has abused Bruce for years and years and years, and now you would think it is the <laughs> oh, second yeah. coming of Jesus. The way Mav, he's doing this fucking interview. Mav didn't mention Robert Plant. Hmm. No, of course he didn't mention Robert Plant. Uh, Beaverhausen says, Monique, why do they keep casual wig skull for how it's so cold to wear a coat of Barbados jacket indoors? He truly is the crib keaker. I, I don't you anorexics know, actually like it cold. Monique. Are always chilly. Because they want to cold makes you doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter really, if it's so eighty-five fat. fucking degrees in there. He's yep, still getting cold. Right, he loves being cold. Makes him. It doesn't degrees. matter. But he thinks he looks cool. And by the way, yeah, he, he looks cool. shit for the Springsteen interview too. He wore yeah. like his sweatshirt, yeah. and his hair looked like shit. I like mean, this? everything about it was horrible. All right, I'm going to continue with. This. I can't wait to see it in HD. Oh, while geez. you're still alive with them in this time period. When you take someone like Bruce Springsteen and you sit him down, I'm just genuinely interested. And I, no, I don't want to make the interview about. Oh, it keeps stopping on me. I'm sorry, guys. Mrs. Beaverhausen says, I forgot that Howard is basically Mr. Bigglesworth. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mike. Mike White above that, Monique, because I'm not the only one who's completely mesmerized by those mantis-like arms and fingers. Oh, my no, God. He's constantly. Marfan disease, Mike. It's like Beth. Yep. Beth always yep. does this. Like, everything is so, yes. like, amazing, exaggerated, just Jack. That's uh, history. That's Beth Trionic, Monique. It's part of one of the symptoms. Yes, and, and I think they feed off of each other now and, yep. and both do it. It's kind yes. of scary. Um, Katie Fry. Hi, Katie Fry. Selfish. He doesn't give a fuck about anyone but himself. He sees mm -hmm. others as an inconvenience to him. He hates people in general. He Great. only tolerates them until he gets his use out of them and then discards them. Correct. Especially civilians. He's a sociopath, narcissist. Yes. You are correct, ma'am. Okay, Zellers, so. will it be in 4K? Yes, I hope the hell so. With them in this time oh period. My God, yes. When you take someone like Bruce Springsteen and you sit him down, I'm just genuinely interested. And I, I, I don't want to make the interview about myself. That's oh, number, please. I oh, think right. that's the most important lesson anybody right, can learn in broadcasting. Right, 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 right. Stop making it about yourself. The, the, the fans of I, I'm sorry, did he just say stop making it about himself? <laughs> Has he had a single interview in the last 20 years where he haven't, hasn't mentioned his movie Private Parts? No. 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 Not a no. one, right? Not a one. No. no. Every one he mentions it. And his father, about his, his childhood, his father. His childhood, right. His struggle. He projects yeah, everyone. Stanley Kubrick in every interview. <laughs> the Bruce Springsteen want to hear what Bruce has to say. It's irrelevant what I have to say. Right. It's more important that we get to the essence of what drives Bruce Springsteen. And what makes him... What the fuck are you talking about? Are you even no kidding idea. right now? Like, seriously? I, 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 the fact that he can think that he as an interviewer lets the artist talk and it's not about him. It's completely about the artist and not about what he has to say. Or the, Where the did oxymoronic humbleness come from? Like The oxymoronic irony that some sociopath would ever care about anything deep or spiritual, or be kind to what Springsteen's lyrics, the <laughs> essence of them. Benjamin says he's a sociopath and a narcissist, and I'm pretty sure he's been nah, Plavian. He's, he's, he's clearly reptilian. Oh, <laughs> I don't remember definitely. the exact line, but when they had like a, one of the roasts where Artie talks about how Howard is 
such a normal guy and so, and so not conceited or something like that. But he has a an entire news yeah. uh, crew department to cover shit him. about him. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure people someone will remember the joke, but that was just kind of yeah. Like, he goes, Howard's not too into himself, is he? And tell you, the guy hired an entire news department to cover him. <laughs> yes, thank you. I'm glad you, you know what? And I really want to do a show about the news department one day because oh, the fall on him it? to have that many people to cover him and then the one time they do cover him and the price of the engagement ring and and go after the fucking jeweler yep. to find he out all the impression he's well, so it was funny bad. that lisa g actually Shh. thought that they had like total like independent Autonomy. fucking uh, what autonomy yeah no g- journalistic integrity or whatever fuck. he shut yeah. it down in three months Malik, covering yeah. him yeah. and beth yeah and beth Check. Yep. and at and the end only, it was only surely feels generally generally relaxed and open when he sees someone's really <laughs> interested, and uh, and so you begin to ask questions that any he's of so them. dopey, very so dopey. I, Guys, I'll say it again. He's got a filibuster. It's a sixty-five minute when he sees someone. They actually ran interested. out of stuff to say. And, yeah, uh, he would fill the time. So you can see him jumping in with it. That any of us would ask, and it just leads to the the best you know moment and. And let's face it, this interview was great because Bruce was there to play. Bruce came in when he made that phone call to me. He said, what do you want to talk about besides psychoanalysis? He said, uh, what songs are you? do you want me to play? I sent him a list of 25 songs. <laughs> you got it from yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be open to it. Mm. And uh, sure enough, he came in. He goes, by the way, Bruce Springsteen at 70. How old is he? Four. About four, 74. 74 looks Phenomenal compared as to as good Howard. as you can look at that age. Phenomenal yep. compared to Howard. Like yep. seriously, well, I would I mean, never that's a low think bar. this man is older than Howard, though. I would. He I makes, just wouldn't think that. He makes me go out and buy Men's Nair Monique, which I did. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Any of those songs you wrote me, ask me this, about. And wow. uh, oh, holy uh, shit. That, okay, so that's what he looked like during the interview. A totally different wig, dude. I mean, it's like not even the right size. Like, look, look at the size comparison between the two. That so, wig is, yeah. Right. This is so like they the set him of- up in a studio. Look at all the Purell. Oh, yeah, it is. Back, it's not, the it's- water. This is not his studio. They no, just set really him is. up with a board, with his mic, with a screen, and they put him into this room where, um, where you know, Bruce was actually care. doing. And then the he started work. breaking. It's not the he same hair. Kennedy Center honors for Bob Dylan. He started doing some of that. It is hair. Bob Dylan. It totally I mean, is. he was just open and honest and is that loose. His New York City that. hair. Yeah, and this, by the way, has like some chubby fingers. Yeah, Yeah, he's got like he's got like Prince Charles fingers. They're a little bit sausage. Sausage fingers. Look at the Italian He was just open and honest and loose. See, he's got little puffy sausage fingers. No, I mean when you when it cuts from one. Like him now on Joe, and then the interview, it's like two totally different sets of hair. It's like one of them is the equivalent of that Chris Farley, like big guy, little coat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally that. It's like big guy, little wig, you know? Yes. Yes. And it looks like he said, Holy shit, I'm late for my morning Joe interview. You know, and literally grabbed it off the dresser and just shoved it on without put like like, like this. Oh, I gotta put my hair on. Hold on. (laughs) Hey, G Canada, yes, I agree with you. I think that Bruce Springsteen has definitely had some work, but either way, yeah, done well. He still looks better than Howard. Bruce 
Bruce actually spent real money on the work he had done. Yes, didn't try to get money. a deal. He didn't have a coupon, a bogo. He had a coupon. To do this rectal examination of a celebrity who was doing the I know. This is just it's just crazy. I think that you know what? It's kind of like, let's be honest, okay? Morning Joe isn't like the biggest show out there. It's kind of like the Regis and Kathy Lee show having Howard no, no, on. Don't embarrass that, them. Dude. I'm just don't embarrass saying, that. This is you like know, if it, Wayne's World was a real show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just, they have hundreds you know, so of viewers. thrilled to have him on. And the fact that he chose this show of all shows is also kind of weird to me. Like, Can I can I use the phrase we always use, Monique? Um hmm. MSNBC looks at him like his A-list, the Kimmel Aniston Clooney clan does, as a useful idiot. So he yes. can rage against the right to a different audience here. I've heard um, Nicole Wallace bring him up. I've heard Joy Reid. He is constantly referenced by their lineup. So they look at him as a useful idiot. Yeah, I don't get it, though, honestly. I don't understand the... I don't understand the dynamic and why. And, you know, I guess maybe it goes back to the fact that Yes. You know, Willie talks about how he grew up listening to him, how he grew up, you know, that this is kind of like what he and I'm sure Joe did, too. I mean, it's the same group that run Netflix and run HBO. Yes. It's the same yes. people. Generation why, why X. You, yes. Why do you guys think they agreed upon an hour interview with Howard? That is just so I mean, anybody with half a brain goes, you know what? 15 minutes match. We can. You know, because HBO 20. paid for they it. They knew that they were going to run out of fucking shit to talk about. I'll you know, even give you twenty, but commercial free like that, I just oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. What's, what's that? What's that? Shakespeare saying that brevity is a soul of wit. This is yeah, like yes. the complete antithesis. Well, no well, remember, Howard has no wit, so this is okay. It's all brevity. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, wow, what a what a two and a half hour experience, and I'm still what a thing from it. Honest to God, I'm. Really, uh, you know, I walk around the house. I say to my wife, uh, "You should be uh, impressed with me." She's not, but doesn't work. She yeah. should be. Still doesn't work with yeah, that. You know, uh, you mentioned yeah, some yeah. of the, the songs, and we've got to play the clip here of that Thunder Road moment. You said that was the one yeah, that brought you to tears, maybe you know. for the first time since you been on the air. Let's yeah, listen please. to that part of the interview. Let's not. Let's not because... move on. Yeah, I moved Guys on. Guys would have that. walked out, right? And said, you know, oh, shit. I'm, well, you know. here's the set. I just, I only have a little bit of it because I wanted you to hear the sound difference between how he sounds on the Morning Joe show and how he sounded on the Bruce portion of the show. So you on. had him there for 16 hours. Oh my God, it's so horrible. You wanted it just right. And that's correct. Yeah. A lot of guys would have walked out, it right? Sounds like he's in a tunnel. You know, this guy, I'm, you know, yeah. it's too much for me. Well, you have to find people with no place else to go. That's, the first. <laughs> right. that's, that's, that's your first important thing when putting your band together. Don't sure find people that have options. Where were you when you came up with that piano? Just like Howard Stout. playing it. Yeah, he can really play it. And the funny thing is, I can't play it anymore. You I can't? No. What do you mean you can't play it anymore? Does he sound <laughs> weird? You mean you don't remember? Oh my god! Uh, uh, yeah. I can't play the whole thing anymore. I can play Backstreets, I'll bet. <laughs> Let me see. First of all, watching his hands on the keyboard, you know, you look like those are two hands like everybody has. Not you. And yet, look at what he is doing. And then I don't know about you guys, but when this I've read in the past about Bruce Springsteen, one of the, the holes in his history is I don't understand how he became such an accomplished guitar player and piano player, never took lessons, uh, none of that. And Bruce you didn't have to have a coach like you he would take 45 records, the old 45s, the singles, 
slow them down to 33 and a third, play them over and over again, and then teach himself how to play guitar. That's how normal human beings learned. David, David, you're an accomplished pianist, musician, composer. I'm just curious what your take is on the whole, you know, never took a lesson, slowed down 45s, listened to it in my room, you know, and and learned how to play method of learning. I'm just curious, David, like how you learned how to play versus <laughs> this. Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? The sentient couch? <laughs> Tim Bruce's piano teacher killed himself. That's right. <laughs> Don't you love when Springsteen said to him, "You got, you got to have guys with no options, kind of like your staff, Howard." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Totally. Howard's there's nobody who has less options well, than me, Howard's I entire have, staff. I have a hundred options. Nice, <laughs> and that and that and that Jersey Shore accent is just oh. so like. Yeah, the- this Bon Jovi it's cowboy the accent. Me. It's yeah. the no, no, but it's not really a Jersey Shore accent. It's no, of course it's not. <laughs> it's it sounds like like a painful, a pained like southern, ah, like Emilio Estevez like... and Young Guns, Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> but, look, like look, look, look at this way. Prince could play a million instruments, taught himself. Michael Jackson couldn't play instruments, but he could he can compose shit. Just by vocalizing it, and he was a genius at it. See, this is what happens when, you, when you and Bruce apparently he did the same. This is what happens when your dad doesn't pay for shit like Howard's. You know, exactly. It's like when you're poor and you and you really passionate and about you really something, want to learn. You figure it out. You need to not like fucking uh, Captain fucking uh, Jim Henson over here <laughs> with the fucking. Uh, Giving up on everything that he fucking exactly, tries. exactly. You, you know, his dad Jersey, probably got Jim, Jim Henson in to like teach him how to be a fucking puppeteer. One hundred percent. Okay, hold on. So let's finish this. This, um, this is amazing to me. How does a guy? I mean, lots of people have guitars, lots of people have pianos, but they just can't come up with that kind of thing. It's 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 just wild uh, to watch him do. Katie Fry, when you guys interviewed Artie and he said Howard could have been the one guy that could have said, fuck, yeah, I'm still going to push the boundaries, still call Gary the retard, not the conqueror. Yeah, it's so true. He he could have, but he was so scared to 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 relive his his past. Like he's not a guy to relive his that's past. What got him, that's what got him. The but he will move house. directly from being fifteen to being like you know forty-seven. Like there's nothing in between. It's as good as as being gone, as erased from the yep. history books. None yep. of that ever happened. I didn't throw no. baloney at girls' asses. I didn't paint their titties with fucking um green with uh, uh, a painting of the green. What was it? The, painting uh, of the green. Yes, four leftovers on there. Titty, Shamrocks but, on there. Yeah, no, I didn't do any of that. I didn't do any of that. And or, or so, breaking the number one rule in show business: know when to get off the stage. He tore it limb from limb. He should have gotten out twelve he's years. He's the old at the club now. Yep, he is. David yeah. said, "If you're learning music just by ear, that's fine. But being able to read music is a separate level or skill set that comes in handy if you want to play with others or compose for others." So I'm actually curious whether or not Bruce ever actually learned how yeah. to read music. And it's it's kind of weird to me. Like um, somebody was saying in one of the comment sections on Radio Gunk about um, they turned on the radio and they heard 
the Commodore's song Night Shift, but it was being sung by yeah. Bruce. And, you know, Bruce said he threw out like 40 songs before he came to the 12 that he decided that were going to be on the album. And who would think of Night Shift as a song that Bruce Springsteen would want to play on it's an in album? His it's in his vocal range. That's why he did it. Oh, that's what it was. Right. That's what he said. He needed things that range. would fit. Isn't that the Marvin Gaye song? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I know the song is about Night no, Shift. No, 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 no. It was a song about Night Shift, isn't that? Who, who was that? It's about um, someone who died. Was it, was it Marvin Gaye? Oh. I mean, someone don't know. In, in and show. there's a line on the song, Hey Marvin, what you doing now? It seems like yesterday. Yeah, okay, so it was Marvin. Marvin. Yeah, exactly. I actually you like that song a lot. Friend of mine. Right, 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 right. That's the song. That's one of the songs on his album. Um, And he... He went for that. That and and Thunder Road. I don't know what it is. Just Bruce stripped down, no band with that hey, piano. Thunder Road, one more time, dude. It just goes right <laughs> through me. That's, that's and, the, yeah. uh, I, I yeah. just give you the chills. The way he breaks into it is just. Uh, it almost got me again. I almost started crying. It's just. It's that crying. It's the most beautiful thing. Yeah, it, it is. It's I unbelievable. Yeah. I remember when when Tim Rossert was on. Look at uh, that. They're still fucking bored. Start talking about Thunder Road. I mean, they played it at his memorial service. It's, it's, it's just an extraordinary, extraordinary song. Um, I want to, I want to. Thunder Road. One more time. And then go back to the beginning of your interview. Yeah, it's a stupid question. And you and Bruce talk about the drive. You both had an mm -hmm. obsessive drive. This guy would go out, height of his fame, play for three and a half hours, screw up one part of a song. And he'd go on the bus and take notes and beat himself up for the next 24 hours until he got back out on the set. I mean, that drive. Well, don't you think that's what? Yeah, made it? that drive. Well, what I found fascinating, Bruce said this, and I never considered. I've been talking about this on the radio forever with my own family dynamic. But he said most um, people in show business who succeed have one parent who basically uh, beat them up. Oh. Jesus and Christ. another parent who thought they were the second coming of Christ. And if that wasn't my Jeffrey Dahmer, a father who said I would never John be successful, and my mother who said dress every day like you're going to meet the governor because you're my representative on earth. And when Bruce my articulated he talked yeah. representative on earth. That is a stupid no, no, shit. He, that, that's true. That is true. Because he has been saying that for forever. You no, think no, that's, that's getting, you think that's getting, thing, getting things done, John? No, no, no. No, this no is that's his really, mother. Ray actually said that. Ray really no, I'm not say saying that. he did it. She, she didn't. I'm saying up. that's just stupid. Well, yeah. Ray was nuts. I mean, He's got a quote Ray was nuts. But Ben, you know, actually did support him. Ben actually gave him advice for being on the radio. Ben actually did help him, you know, do decisions besides his agent. You know, Boston University him on getting his agent. So, yep. I mean, this, this nonsense. Fucking nonsense. Yeah, it's just all bullshit. Yeah, fuck it's you, Howard. It's exactly right. Fuck you, Howard. Both your parents love the shit out of you. Exactly. They were helicopter parents before helicopter parents. Helicopter parents. <laughs> in, in a time. He knows. The family dynamic that sets up sort of this drive, this insane drive. I'm really at the base of it. As Bruce points out in this interview, it's wanting to be loved. You know, if you don't get that, oh, woman, oh, you never oh, into a therapy yeah. session. You, you want people to just pay attention to you. You want to be heard. And I think that was the drive that made Bruce great.
I mean, sure, he has musical ability, but he put in the thousands and thousands of hours. Thousands of hours. There it is. I, mean, I relate to his story. As you said, you mentioned my no <laughs> similarities. When I was a kid growing up, I tell my father I want to be in broadcasting. My father was a radio. Oh, wait, you got to hear this. Hang it on. Took, it took him thousands of hours to rip off. I mean, I relate to his story. As you said, you mentioned my movie. It's the Malcolm Gladwell 10,000 hours. Yeah. To yep, that do, do you think he bullshit. put in 10,000 hours to steal uh, D. Snyder's look? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes. yes, I, I do. mean, when I was a kid growing up, I tell my father I want to be in broadcasting. My father was a radio engineer. He goes, "You're terrible. You, 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 you are inarticulate. You don't read. You don't act. You don't do anything. You sit around here like a lummox, and you know all you want to do is prove him wrong." And uh, I what? think Bruce brings that out in this interview, and and uh, it's it's great to learn all these things did you steal I, 10,000 hours of steve doll tape you always want to understand what what yeah, from the shit. yeah i i know i know you know i know you guys seriously i cut 20 minutes of this 65 minute interview How can I watch this? and it's, and barely, it's already you really through it. It, it, it really is. It's a it's a struggle. It's ponderous. It's literally ponderous. It's, it's fucking ponderous, man. Just ponderous. Ponderous. Dennis, How are you going to come uh, out of a up uh, up to uh, up tempo uh, song? Yeah. Do a fucking goddamn <laughs> dog <dying laughs> dedication. Helicopter parents. Congratulations, John. Hel that was indeed a line. Um, oh, well, this is why I'm. This is why I'm cutting through it so thank much. You. It's yeah, just. Thank you. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Feel free to cut as much as you want. Yeah. Okay. We're you almost done. Why had to be people work tens of people watching this? Yeah. And yeah. Bruce yes. has his. Uh, you know, there's probably more people watching us right now than watch this. Things that he had to work on, and 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 he, he did it. He's so bored. Look he how bored he is. Over every mistake, you know. You yeah, know, what you and Willie about. do when you do the show. Yeah. I mean, you and Willie, Listen, I know like, it's legend in yeah. our broadcasting business. You and Willie get together yeah. afterwards and say, what did we do wrong? Beat How can we improve yeah. tomorrow? You beat each other up. I understand it. You know, we're all the same. And, 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 we're all the it's same. It's nonstop. We're, we're obsessive. Sometimes oh, we'll be up around 12 at night going, fuck. God, that intro into the, oh. the 10th I mean, they just didn't Christ. wrap it up. So suffice it to say, he goes into a whole thing about how he hates that. Where's Mika? That he asks again, and then uh, Joe shows a picture of Mika's fucking cat, and then, oh, um, and 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 then they kind of wrap up with talking about ah, him. what David, what? right there. That, that's that's it, right there, David. What this? Start up from the bottom. That's it. NBC probably figured this is the busiest traveling day. Let's just put this on. That's probably true. That's yep. No one's watching. Let's just put this shit on. Just let it go. <laughs> I think uh, I think Howard's conflating ten thousand hours with ten thousand hair plugs. I think that's what he's doing. <laughs> can you imagine if you're if you're like at O'Hara? Can you imagine if your flight's been delayed and you're O'Hara and you know they only have like two options of like like they always have news up. And this yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and and like, oh my fucking god! Jesus. Yeah. Is he still on air? Is he still here? This is, this is like, yeah, yeah. Actually, you guys are absolutely right. That's, that's brilliant about the traveling. Because Monique, you think, I can't. Have you traveled yeah, on on today? I, it's it's murder. I've done. It's psychotic. Done it a couple of times, and it's fucking murder when you stuck at the airport and oh. you're just stuck looking at that fucking. Oh, and there's always news fucking delayed, channel. And you have nothing and else. Have to this do. shit on. 
<laughs> and most of the time, they don't even have the sound. It's just the closed caption. Exactly. It's just a closed caption. Is <laughs> oh, on. my yeah. God. This is right. disturbing. Closed and caption. all you're looking at is this. This is Monique, was, was Joe like... in Washington and, and Willie was in New York? Yes, that's how they've been running. Scarborough was in Washington. I know. Like, and Mika was on the show, but she tapped out of being on this portion. She hates of the him. She was saying in the right? chat. And I could just she see it. Like, they'll have like that picture in picture. Was well, this is the main shot? But then they have like other stuff scrolling, and people are just focusing on the fucking people that died at Walmart and shit. You know, so that's that's depressing. <laughs> it's, so it's so funny because like they have the 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 Chiron on the bottom. Howard Stern show interview Bruce Springsteen new HBO special premieres this Sunday. No time, no anything. This Sunday. They just said, okay, it's on Sunday. So I guess I'll just watch HBO all day long. Fairway Maiden says, I worked in radio for 13 years. None of the DJs ever sat after their show and beat themselves up on how to be better. They would just get in their car and go yep. home. Yes, like most people. Like, actually, when we're done with this show, I will get up. I will go walk my dogs. And I will yeah, go, to go to sleep. And never think of it again. I will never yep. think of this show Though, again. I'm going to be scarred by that hair. I we are scarred by the hair. hair. Scarred <laughs> by the hair. The only time Howard beats himself up is when he realized he tipped sixteen percent instead of fifteen. Yes, Joe and Mika do have do have a studio in their home in Florida, but mm. they've been coming into DC a lot because if you'll notice, they've had. And I, I hate to even know that I know this, but I usually put it on in the morning Loser. just to see what's going on in the news. Shut up. And they tend to come into D.C. a lot so that they could interview more people in D.C. Yeah. live. They, yep. they were broadcasting out of their home like Howard. And, and they did, in fact, ask Howard about the fact that he actually, you know, they couldn't believe that somebody got him out of his home. And you you realize that the whole reason is because he knew that this was going to be an HBO. Hundred percent. Like yep. they knew oh, this right well, from well, the beginning. How could we have done that better? Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of your show, show and I always I always wonder why when you and Willie Joe talk sports, I enjoy it. I'm not a sports guy. I don't care about sports, but I like to know what's going on. And Mika gets so no, upset with the two of you <laughs> when you speak sports. I go, you know, Mika, I want. I start yelling at this guy. I go, Mika, either let them talk sports or let's eliminate sports from the show. So there's a lot we have to work out in all of our shows, right? But uh, Mika really seems know. genuinely annoyed, really annoyed when you guys speak That's sports. That's real. Yeah. But uh, you sometimes. Yeah, yeah, that that yeah. Okay. Shut up. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. Oh, ah! I didn't know what to. Oh, oh, somebody's calling in. Let's. I don't know if it's from Greenwich, Connecticut, or Maine, but I believe Let's it's Gary it. Delabate. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Well, hello. Hello. Oh my God! Is there nobody there? Oh no! Thank you. Like and subscribe, guys. <laughs> blue balls. That was awesome. Surprise guest: blue balls. Blue balls, you're on yeah. the air. <laughs> okay, that was I, Bruce Springsteen, guys. Um, <laughs> oh, wait, 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 bring it again. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Hello. Hey, Mo, it's Case. It's 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 not your uh, surprise guest. I, I just wanted to call you and uh, to apologize to you, uh, to Arm, to X, to Dennis, and to all the. The chat people I, I was trying to me and arm were working on this we were trying to get you no, don't, uh, don't it. it's all present. good dude it's all good I, I, I didn't it's work all right. out. I, i'm very gullible 
<laughs> hey, hey, surprise guest. That's I'm a great sorry. Casey impression. Yeah, you're doing a great Casey impression. So we thank you for that. Um, but that's okay. You know, we already had a show scheduled for tonight, so it's no big deal. It was a good one too. Real good. Yeah. So it was a good. It was a good thing. But you can. You literally can just text me any day and say, "Hey, can you get the guys together like tonight or tomorrow night, and we will have like a special call-in guest." And we will be more than happy to do it. So no worries. It's no big deal. You know, the show goes on and it's okay. It's no big deal. Dude. Yeah, well, you know what? But the thing is, and Arm will tell you the same thing. I mean, we've been working on this for like a, a week. This was an early Christmas present. No, no, so Monique, like, a month. Uh, sour said, He's been going back and you know, forth. I knew it was sour. God damn you. Over I knew oh, it. it was sour. I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I, bet you, I bet you he's figuring out this is how sour. to sour. I want to speak us. to your father, <laughs> sour. Yeah. Would it be ironic every and time I'll, Casey called? He'll tell you. I mean, I was so, I was so happy because I knew that you were going to be so psyched. And he fucked me over. I mean, uh, did he? Well, I hope he's okay. Money, tell Casey I'm, I'm, he can't hear us. Casey, I'm it's thinking okay, that maybe dude. something happened. I'm, you know, it never but, be, but you know, you know what? It's, it's all good. never a sure thing with him. We know that, so it's okay. Well, he said yes, Mo. I mean, you know, um, it, it was all set up. Uh, uh, you know, I'm at work for God's no sake, between shows, like, I don't got shit to do, and, and uh, I'm texting them all. You know, all day, and he's saying yes, Dude, yes, it's yes, okay, over man. and over. It's and I'm, okay. I'm talking with Arm because he helped me set this up too. And I was just waiting to see your smile. Uh, <sighs> and uh, you know, it, it was going to be awesome because <laughs> I, I, have I, I know how much it would mean to you. I have God all sorts of questions for Monique. You. This is like Robin booking Julia Roberts for that film. You put this much effort into it. Like, yeah, and, and listen, just so you know, it's all good, though. It's all good. Remember, guys, more. but they can hear you. Um, yeah, I was kind of excited for it, but that's okay. Oh, you know what? Shit gosh. happens, right? I, I knew it. And it's sour. It's not right. It's, it's okay. not right. Because it's okay. he said yes about hey. five fucking times. And <laughs> I wouldn't have said it to you. Unless I knew it was going to happen. And Monique, you know the you know the internet <laughs> term you know the, you know the internet term ghost, and it's just like why the fuck why would you do that to somebody? Because you know I told sad. him how happy he was going to make people. You oh know it's all good, dude. So Tell him it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. We are be funny. We are still waiting for you to get partially nude, just so you know. That's you. All the boys are in the back saying, No, not me, not me, not me. Wouldn't be funny because he's my favorite. I love it. Well, we love you, but thank you and happy Thanksgiving. And don't worry about it. It's no big deal. Tell them to enjoy football tomorrow. Okay, we said enjoy football tomorrow. All right, bye, baby. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. All right. Monique, well, Monique, hey, wouldn't it be funny if every time he called them, Sour would go, Oh my god, Casey, I can't talk right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, my friends, my lovely, lovely gunkers, we um we tried, just so you know. We tried. I can't tell it's you okay. the effort he Seriously, put in, Monique. Here, tell him not to stress this shit. There's, it's okay. Everything is yeah. gravy at Radio Gunk. It Monique, is. you know the yeah. internet term. I hate it's so beat to death. All the you know ghosted. Ghost, ghosted. Sour shoes is the very personification of that. I learned what it meant last week. Yeah, but and Casey brilliantly described them as the the Patrick Swayze of ghosting. Right, but we know true. this about yeah. him, yeah, so, right? So you know, it's all about the level of anticip of, uh, of expectations here. You you know, the dude's eccentric. So yeah, you know, you know, 50, you know we, we know the risk. 
We know yeah. the risk. And so yeah. I knew I knew that this was something that he really already that he was Casey was working on, right? So Casey, I know you're listening, dude. It's all good. He Don't wanted to get for us. But we also know Sour. Like we know yeah. that you know the animal and you know that he's a little flaky. <laughs> And yes, would it have been amazing for him to call in tonight? Absolutely. But we already had a show that was 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 done. Listen, exactly. Oh. Casey's listening. Listen, Casey, just get us Emily Stern and everything's good. And <laughs> <laughs> Sour is so beloved. We'll actually put up with it. And you know who's more beloved? Casey. Yeah, he, that's there's fuck, four fuck people. Sour, Tim, you can't do it. Billy West, good. Casey, and uh, Beetlejuice. Exactly. 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 Casey's in his car beating himself up right now. Sure. Just stupid, 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 stupid. Hey, hey, right. knock it off. You're, so, you're good, okay, man. so because we can't do that, we will, in fact, now, instead of having. Oh my God, our, Casey, I can't talk right now. I literally, I literally had Gary questions. I had Artie questions all set up for him. I was so. Excited. I I was gonna ask him if he saw the Pelican Brief. Oh my God, I was gonna ask him what he Marcy thought. Yeah, how yep. excited he was about getting Bruce on the show for for Boss finally. Cleaning out. The computer. So instead, we get to do an early cleaning out of the computer, and Johnny yeah. sent me a bunch of clips, so now I will throw my readers on so I can see what the fuck we're talking about. So what do I got tonight? I've got fake Arnold Schwarzenegger blowing up the moon. Yeah. We've got... <laughs> Um, Joe Scarborough reports on fake Arnold quotes. Yeah, so this Bobo is Scarborough. They, they, okay, which one do we want to do? They're goofing oh. on Scarborough, and they basically were – this is their real relationship. So back in – this has got to be 17 years ago. They had Ar fake Arnold call, and he had this – so Scarborough reported on this as a real story. And then they reported on Scarborough reporting on a real story. And they I love it. Okay, so I'm just going to go hang through on, them. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Context. At the time, uh, Arnold was a very yeah Republican governor of California, governor right. of California. So Joe naturally, you know, wanted to fucking find that's right. It's a great story for him. MSNBC. And so he more than willingly listened to this shit. And for us, not for one second, say this is on a morning zoo show. This is probably a goof. No, he actually took it as gospel. So proceed. David, 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 there is nothing finer that you could do for us than to take one of your favorite Emily songs and make it your own. And <laughs> nothing would make us happier. So please do that for us. I would I would really appreciate that. Okay. Just, yeah. just that, that's a challenge to make that's a good that challenge. sound like music. It's just just pick anyone, anyone. We, anyone we don't care. They all sound the same. So you could tell us it's you know Shabbat Shalom, and it could be Barukata Adonai, <laughs> and we wouldn't know the fucking difference. We really wouldn't. Know. Even women would be more relaxed if there was no moon. Our, our, a lot of our weather <laughs> problems would be alleviated if the moon wasn't there. I don't know what's and, going on uh, right now. I understand you support this. Middle of the conversation. You're absolutely right. Let me tell you something. I am, I am going to, I am going to propose a bill that will, that will bring about the destruction of the moon. <laughs> so, well, first of all, you talk about the tides. Who the hell needs the tides? It comes in, it goes out. Right. It comes in. It cannot make up its mind. We don't need that crap. Well, in Florida, we cut down on crime because. If you tell me for a fucking moment that he doesn't sound like Herschel Walker, perfect. you're wrong. Herschel Walker. 90% of all the crimes 
is it committed during the full moon? Full moon. Spread gas. Committed the moon. Less erosion, less drownings. Let me ask you. Listen, let me tell you something. The moon is useless. Buzz Aldrin, he put his foot in the boot in the dirt and all that. Let me tell you something. Who cares? Yes. And I'll tell is you it what, good, Arnold, though, by the way? Do it. Yes. I can work myself, yeah. but I would destroy the moon. I like the one we have now. <laughs> so like you said, Howard, I mean, without the moon, the moon regulates the menstrual cycle of right. many women. Right. If we get airless and if we get rid of that, no more PMS, no more bitching and whining. Right. <laughs> yeah, women be more like guys who just want sex all the time. Absolutely. Who can argue with it, Bill? Who can argue with it? Well, Okay, so he does that, and he has, and he does that on Howard. By the way, um, uh, uh, Dennis, I love, I love that we are like twinsies right now. That's why I'm gonna put you right there. Right this now. is before George took. We are twinsies. So I guess the next <laughs> would be Joe Scarborough talking about it on air. Reporting about the reality yes, like yes, reporting yes, on. Okay, I love it. Here we go. At some point in the near future. This is my favorite, though. I finally located this tape after two days. Is this the Scarborough? Yeah, it's the greatest. This oh, is um, this aired on MSNBC on something called the Scarborough Report. He has no after idea what the show is. No idea what it is back then. No idea. Arnold Schwarzenegger, the governor of California. I am not wearing where, a push-up uh, Arnold agreed with me that we should blow up the moon. <laughs> so moon I am. would be less violent. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. He made it all the way to the news. You thought I, so I was going to say, this uh, program is considered a news program. Yeah, on. You know, this guy has been in so much trouble. He's got sagging poll numbers. He's got political groups criticizing his every move. And now the governor is making all his enemies' job easier. According to the London Evening Standard, Standard Arnold recently went on Howard Stern's radio show and offered his theory <laughs> on how to end premenstrual syndrome, saying, quote, if we get rid of the moon, women whose menstrual cycles are governed by the moon will not get PMS. They will stop bitching and whining. That is fucking hysterical. It's, a great prank. Wow. it's so perfect that nobody checks their fucking sources. This that's, is that's what the, this is why people come after the media the way they do. Because yeah, exactly. this fucking idiot not checking this on this. Oh wait, sorry, sorry, sorry. PMS. I don't know how it works in Austria, but let me tell you something, friends. Jokes about such matters, not laughing subjects to women in America. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, so right. He goes, let me tell you something, friend. Holy shit. God okay, damn. so where do we go from here now? So it circulates out, and it's realized that it's fake, and he has to issue an apology because he loses all his credibility during all the stories that picked up on him reporting on it erroneously. Okay, David is wondering, did um, Morning Doge, uh, Joe do a retraction? Or, so right, that's the next clip. That's how I would say. Did a retraction, yes. Retraction, here we go. Is while we're playing apologies. Who else has to apologize? And how Joe loves apologies. Of MSNBC Scarborough Report had to apologize. Oh, this is great. So the, we finally hear it in his own words. Yeah, evidently he was duped by a fake Arnold Schwarzenegger on the Howard Stern <laughs> show. So he had to apologize to his audience. Now it's time for tonight's MediaWise segment. As you know, we regularly report on the fairness and accuracy of national media outlets. Right, like the fairness and accuracy. Yeah. 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 So and how it's done. We're MediaWise segment criticizing me. Last Monday in our Joe's Got Issues segment, I made light of comments reportedly made by Republican California Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger. Here's a nice punchline, right? 
wrong. The governor never made the statement. We based our issue on an article that ran we. on the website of the London Evening Standard newspaper. You know, when I was in Congress, I had a lot of false statements made or written about myself. And I learned that even after a newspaper or television show offered an apology, there were way too many people out there who wanted to believe the worst about public officials. So they remember the story. That's why I learned to take matters like this seriously when I was in public office and why I take them even more seriously. Wow. Yeah. Because of a lot of problems. Jeez, he was in Congress? Yeah. Oh, you didn't know that? Robin didn't know that? Imagine that. Officials. We, of course, shouldn't have run that item. And Governor Schwarzenegger, I apologize to you for my... Oh, wow. Did you look like a dick, Joe? How about the newswoman not knowing he's in Congress? Highest paid newswoman in America. I know. Yeah, thank you, Jerry, for reminding me to make sure that people like and subscribe and yeah, comment yeah. because what we yeah. don't realize about the YouTube internet <laughs> is the fact that uh, the more you thumbs up um, a show, the more it goes into the algorithm. Thank you, the algorithm. That, that thing, that thing like this. That yeah, thing yeah. that happens. That goes like this. It's a rhythm. See, what did I call something the other day that you laughed at me and said, what the fuck are you talking about? I was trying to tell you about the gazinta that goes into the thing. And, and. <laughs> gazinta? Can you narrow it down? <laughs> I can I cannot. Two gazinta all... four, two times. All I know. I just want you all to know that I upgraded to one gigabyte of of internet, and Jeez, then I had to buy a thing. I had to buy um. Oh my god! I have to show you guys because you guys are gonna die. Hold on. A thing? You bought a? She bought a thing? She bought a thing. Yes, wow. Hanker. It was it used to be called the Scarborough Report before Morning Joe. Yeah. And and he replaced Imus. Imus was remember Imus was simulcasted on W on MSNBC. Yes. Did his entire show. Oh, dear, and then he went to uh, Fox. Out the ranch. You got a power drill? You're going to love my ability to actually. very phallic, guys. Get ready. Here's my Ryobi. She's a tough one. I took the battery out. Ryobi? Yes, yes, yes. But then I had to get through a concrete wall with an Ethernet cable that the guy put together for me. He gave me like 100 feet. And then the the bit I had, I went to the store and the guy was like, your bit is shit. And so <laughs> look at the thing I had to buy to go it's through. Very phallic. <laughs> yeah. That's like the Tommy Lee of drill bits right there. <laughs> wow. Money's very lonely. <laughs> I'm so lonely. Queen cap, queen cap, queen cap, queen cap, queen cap. So this, this is actually <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining us tonight. Mo's completely lost it. Um, once again, we'll make sure everybody uh, drives safe tomorrow. Uh, enjoy football and turkey. Have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah, Mike, Mike White, ribbed for her pleasure. <laughs> <laughs>
you just killed me. Oh my fucking god! Yeah. So, yeah. so now I have really good internet. <laughs> this is why Richard doesn't talk to you. What? This is why Richard doesn't talk to you. <laughs> oh shit! Oh my god, that just made me laugh so hard. Ribbed for her pleasure. That's so good, Mike White. Oh, Jesus. Um, okay, what were we talking about? The I next know. one is Howard's Whoa. name is banned from M- MSNBC in the Scarborough report. Oh, so okay, okay, okay. here we go. Oh. oh, that made me cry. That was like, <laughs> delicious. And it only pointed out that the guy doesn't check his sources. He probably he read about it from another newspaper. Okay. Well, anyway, Pat Buchanan was on. And uh, here's where it gets funny. They edited out the mere mention of your name three times within a two-minute time span. Are you serious? They hit the button on Don twice right as he was about to mention your name. And once during the Scarborough piece as he was about to mention it. I, once during the Scarborough piece as he was about to mention it. I guess the mere mention of your name is now offensive. Now... Wait a minute. Let me say something. If what are we listening to? I have no idea. Now they're bleeping out names that they were. Your name for yeah. How weird is that? So because okay, so because they didn't check their resources, and they didn't check to see whether or not a story was true or not, and he got outraged about it. Then he had to apologize and save face. Now Howard is the person that's persona non grata because he basically just did what he normally does, and these fucking morons didn't realize that. And he's talking to Imus, so they 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 drop his name. They can't say his name on the show on MSNBC. Okay. So the next clip is Howard and Robin want Scarbo fired. Yeah, apparently Dan rather commented on it. And so they yeah, okay. Away. So Joe, so you did this whole ass lickery today with your buddy Howard, but in reality, oh, no. uh, just back a couple of years ago, they were looking to get your ass fired. Who knows? All right, in the email and uh, various things around town here. Uh, this is funny. The guy uh, Scarborough report. The guy who believed our fake Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. Somebody wrote me this. this one guy. thing about uh, Joe Scarborough. He guy. demanded that Dan Rather be fired over reporting that included one apparently fake memo. But going on the air and blasting Schwarzenegger based on false news items from your show, based on a fake interview, is apparently okay. How come he's not calling for his own yeah. resignation? He, If he called for Dan Rather's uh, oh, retirement or firing... Meanwhile, at this moment in today's show, he would have the... And then yeah. Dan Rather would Dan come, Rather would come walking in because anybody knows who the fuck Dan Rather is at this point in their lives. Um, but that's how he would have done it. Okay, then our final clip because you know I can't read without. This is just was. this is just an aside. This is something I found random. It is them. You know how they love commenting on people apologizing, people crying, and people cursing on network TV. So this they they basically uh, snitch on Scarborough for cursing. Bad. Wow. This is Joe Scarborough on MSNBC saying fuck. Uh, Technically, the same rules don't apply to cable that that apply to uh, regular television. I think the guy, guy. Joe Scarborough, was on the, what's the name of the show he's on? What's that guy's? Anderson Cooper Uh, or something like that? (laughs) Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson has Joe Scarborough as a guest. And tell me if I'm wrong, but I think the guy just says fuck. Now, some party faithful are furious. Others are wondering who's going to be next on the chopping block. 
Joining me now, a man who predicted the Republican route in the Hill newspaper on Election Day and was praised afterward correctly as the man who saw the Democratic tsunami coming. A Washington insider, if there ever was one, a folk hero, our friend, MSNBC's <laughs> own Joe Scarborough. Yeah. How's that for an intro, that's Joe? Much, that's pretty yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's pretty fucking awesome, he said, right? I could, I wasn't. All right, listen again. Is some Quite. truth. Scarborough. Yeah. How's that for an intro, Joe? That's pretty yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, it is. Scarborough. Joe has actually said the F word and the S word. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's like that. He's that guy. Well, you know, joke's on you, Joe. So I'm very happy that you spent 65 minutes with him. According to Twitter today, they just were fawning all over your interview. I mean, it was really the second coming of Jesus today to have Howard Stern on and to have Howard like completely promoting a show that pretty much nobody is going to watch. Whoever said it before was absolutely brilliant in saying this is the big travel day and who the fuck is listening to this that was show David. David. Um, yeah so that was perfection but so I think, yeah go ahead, howard's, uh, howard's staff was on there talking about how great the interview was with their fake accounts that's the job i'm sure that there's gonna be full so you know i know we didn't oh, do the thing but um so interestingly enough, hold on a second. Let me just pull this up really quickly for my friends here. Hang on. Rooster, you so, will never see the ratings. Let us just look really quickly, my friends. Um, and then we're going to end the show, I promise you, right after this. So let's just look at this real quick. Let's go to the calendar. November. gonna fucking kill me okay so here's last year's calendar and as everyone predicted he did not in fact work the thanksgiving week like he did last year where he nope. had these two bonus shows as he called them i'm doing it for the fans i'm doing it for you guys mm -hmm. this is a bonus show there were no guests but he did in fact work two days of the thanksgiving holiday so I don't know if he's going to include this as a work day today. Of course. But based on that, my get friends, more. we literally have six shows left for the year. I don't think we have six shows left. I, I think we're. I think he's going to do three. I honestly think he's going to do three shows. Yeah, like, that, more. that will give him. That will give him. Um, what, what ninety shows for the year? He'll have ninety shows total for the year, and then he'll be done. Uh, I guess everything's well, I always less. Update. I always will update less. his calendar. I will update the real calendar, this year's calendar, um, this week, and then we can every actually year there's going to be less shows because of the way his contract is. Because Marianne told how many shows there were, and it's definitely not 92 every year because I Wasn't averaged it, like it out. And it was or something. Yeah, it was. It was like something like 80. It literally averaged out to 80. Yeah. So, to start cutting back hard, yeah. Well, so so yeah. He, we'll have pro maybe he may come back the sixth, seventh, and eighth, and they'll be done, and he'll be gone for a month. I swear, uh, there will be a month off now. Yeah, you're probably it. right. So what'll happen really? is for us next week. Um, so the the show will be on on his thing will be on on Sunday. 
Um, who knows if he'll be in next week victory lapping? Who yeah, knows? Who knows? And we just don't know. Um, we don't know. We do not. have a bunch of cleaning out the computer with um, HBO uh, type segments. So we may do a show on that. Um, and yeah, I think that's kind of about it. So we're going to wrap this shit show up for tonight. And um, and yeah, Happy I guess. Thanksgiving, we, everybody. So yeah. have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Yes. Don't eat too much. Um, eat some turkey, but don't eat too much of the other stuff. Because ah, as much really, as I want. You'll there's feel really football games on tomorrow. So there's, there's football games tomorrow, and then there are games. According to Xavier, there is a Friday night game as well. There is. Oh, Monique, Florida, if you get a State chance to watch Friday the Lions, night. I want you to look hard. There's so much shit going on. Dan no one can watch this. Who's Dan Campbell? He's the coach of the Lions. He looks like Bill Cowher and Casey Armstrong had a kid. I can't get it out of my head whenever I watch Lions. Wow. Okay, so yeah, we'll just watch some football and eat some stuffing. I just told Xavier today that I do not eat gravy, so that is not part of my Thanksgiving. Well, right. whoa, 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 whoa! I was the child. Dry? Okay, I was the child that had a my plate that my parents washed every night was a three-part plate so that none of my foods would run into each other. And gravy was definitely not part of that scenario. So yes, I will have turkey, wow. I will have stuffing, I will have cranberry, but I absolutely detest gravy and I will not have it. Yeah, it's just I like the, the Canadians have uh, prime rib. That's the way to go. Oh, I love Canada. Ooh, much better rib? Thanksgiving. Now we're lobster bisque and turkey. lobster bisque and uh prime rib. Really? Is that yep. what Contits does, John? Just curious. Who? Who? Zing! 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 Oh, that's right. The parade's on in the morning, too. Well, me and my power tools are going to go back upstairs <laughs> and have a great night. So everybody have, oh, listen. Oh, 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 really important. So more. any of you still want to get in on the Secret Santa, you have until Sunday. And then I will be picking names on Sunday night. So come to RadioGunk.com in the forum section and let us know if you would like to participate. Um, I think we have like 30 or 35 participants this year. So it's going to be a good one. And I will pick names out of the hat on Sunday. And then you have the whole rest of the month to find an appropriate gift for your um, recipient. Tim Sullivan's question, Mickey, you got to answer that. You what is it? Know. Ever go to Have some black you... Napolitano's for Thanksgiving? No, I wasn't that close. Ah, uh, right there, you're right there. No, but you know, I've, I've had sleepovers. I had sleepovers I at her house when I was That's a kid. Blast. Never, um, never Thanksgiving. No, and actually, I shared with John, which he didn't share with anybody, thank God. But I, I sent him a picture oh, of man. my girlfriend with Sonny, her father, when she was a kid with him. Um, yeah, no, no, that wasn't uh, that wasn't my speed. Don't forget, you know, the Puerto Ricans came over to my house. You invite five and 30 of them come to your house. <laughs> That's, that's how it usually worked for us. All right. We love you guys. Thank you so much. I'm sorry that our phone call didn't uh, come to fruition tonight, okay. but I'm love pretty you, Casey, sure man. at some point it'll happen. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving, everybody. And we will uh, we'll see you next week. 
Hey guys, thanks for hanging with us tonight. Please join us for any further discussion at RadioGunk.com in the forum section. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at RadioGunk. And don't forget to like this and subscribe to us and hit that little bell so you know when we're doing a new show. Thanks.